Hello listeners, this is Yakez's Life Advice. We are Yakez, the most adorable married musical duo in the world. I'm Twitter. And I'm Poppy John. We've been through so much this past year, medically, personally, spiritually. And we're coming out on the other side with new perspective and drastic life changes. We're here to share this with you. And we'd like for you to join us on this journey of transformation. Like last episode, the song of the day is Got to Be Love. And we're continuing on with our conversation with choreographer and energy medicine practitioner and coach and friend to animals, Michelle Boulay on the theme of time. We are continuing our magically cosmic conversation and therefore showing a snippet from Got To Be Love that is just a little bit more time and consciousness bending. Do enjoy. Nine, ten years in a system. This is a branch of body talk work called breakthrough. Hmm. And literally, with my practitioner, we'd come upon a belief system where I'd be like, "Oh my God, that is what I was believing," and I wouldn't even realize it. Hmm. But then, when I, as soon as I saw it and I saw it written out, I was like, "Wow, that's why this has been happening in my life." Hmm. Or I could, it, like, as you know, a person who's always working my body, I could feel like, "Oh, that's the pattern here." There's a posture that is associated with it. And, and, and when, we're, when I'm walking through the world with that posture, literally, this is what happened. I had a session with her, and, and it's just talking and looking at belief systems. And then I walked to a cranial sacral session, and I could feel my body just, like, opening up in this different way. And, and some, some of the ways this particular teacher described it is it's like you're burning stuff off of your nervous system. Mm-hmm. And then when I was working in, you know, went to this cranial sacral session, it gave me a whole other foundation to go even deeper into that work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the beautiful thing too, is like to find what is it that gives you that sense of space and time and it's different for everybody. And then, and, and just creating for yourself the best kind of support package. Mm. I think that's very useful. I mean, it's probably the same reason like why some people do magic mushrooms, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we're, we live in a society that's basically you're taught work five days a week have two days off yeah and how many studies have they done where they sh- they show that 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 construct of nine to five really it doesn't, doesn't do not, it. it's yeah you're not productive that whole you're time. not productive yeah so when are we gonna get rid of that like 
Is that going to happen? I hope. So. Hello, someone, please listening to this. <laughs> if you, if you, I mean, I've never had a nine to five job, but no, it's that's a, it feels like a vestige. I think somewhere in Europe, I think somewhere in, yes. in Europe, there's like a four day. It's the four day week is like the big shift yeah. that's being yeah. practiced or something. And it like ends a little earlier or something. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, something about the support package mm-hmm. that you're saying. And I have I also have a story about. So I've been doing this craniosacral work. So speaking of this kind of instantaneous work you propose in the scholarship program for your course, yeah. which I did the, the thing. And you got it because you did an amazing job. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> oh my God, it's so amazing. <laughs> well, this is something I learned from, I'm so glad that you even proposed. First of all, it's amazing that you have the scholarship for your class, but in how you structured it. There are things you had to do. Yeah. And in doing those things, you're already taking steps. Yes. Toward if you're you're posing a question about what's the reality you want to you want to kind of construct in your life. Yeah. And then you propose these actions to do, these things that had to be done in in this case for the scholarship. But I will say, after even doing the first post, mm-hmm. public post mm-hmm. about what it is I'd want to change. It was so different than anything I, you know, normally you're posting to like uh, um, advertise something you're about to do or yes. like, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm posting about what's so great about what I'm doing and la la la. And this time it was a post just in saying that you want to change. Mm-hmm. There's a vulnerability mm-hmm. that is totally implied. And I cried so much mm-hmm. after that post and it felt like kind of tears it was like they were like these kind of spontaneous tears happen i was like this cry is different <laughs> and yeah thanks for that michelle <laughs> well and so it, it continues on <laughs> it continues on because i then had so i did that post uh-huh. and what i love is that i think you had i think you had said you can write a post share a picture or do a video. Bonus points. Bonus. Exactly. And I love it. I was the video was scary to me. Yes. I didn't want to do it. And I Wait, love Did you do all of those things? Well well because listen, and I more. love this. Oh I God. love this. No. Teacher, you forget to assign his homework for the no, day. No, no. It's part of no, it's part of what it's part of what happened with Michelle because I got an email from you and you're like, Great job. Now if you know, do the video. Kind of. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh, a nudge nudge oh my god I don't remember I did that but yes I'm so glad it happened I love that you did that because (laughs) you also did it in a way no it was so it wasn't like do the video but it was something like she cried so like it would be great for you to do the video and I was like that is a little nudge Mm -hmm. now okay uh, this is a long winded story forgive me but I'm just gonna are you still talking (laughs) I'm gonna go for it no. Is this recorded? I couldn't do the video because then I had a freaking stem cell harvest uh-huh. uh, procedure that had to be done. So now, this is what I'm saying about piggybacking different forms. Yeah. So I had the stem cell harvest. You're hooked up to double IVs in your arm. Cut. Stop it. <laughs> so they're pulling blood out. It goes through a centrifuge computerized machine. It pulls stem cells out and your blood goes back in you. And I was also on these, you know, hormones to actually create more stem cells. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so I had done your post, mm-hmm. which I already felt was shifting and kind of moving things. Yeah. I was feeling different simply yeah. by stepping into, by, by saying, 
hey, I want different for myself. Oh, and here I am going to publicly proclaim it. Mm -hmm. And all that that started to move in me. So now Mm -hmm. I'm at the stem cell harvest. And this time I decide, wait a minute, this is stressful. I got these, you know, I'm hooked up to this machine. I can't really move for six hours. Why don't I try instead (laughs) of you know grinning and bearing it and dealing with this i'm gonna try my craniosacral resourcing during this yeah this was a different choice for me yeah normally i would say i'm gonna distract myself distract myself from this thing i'm gonna get my craniosacral afterward to get better this time i said yeah you know what you got it right now i'm gonna be really present right here with this yeah it was good I brought a book that day. Uh, it was great he brought He had his Joan Didion book, uh-huh. and essentially uh, it, it was uncomfortable, and it makes it's, it's because blood is leaving your body, it actually makes you lightheaded. And, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't like I was thinking I was going to be, like, in this med- six-hour meditation, like, you know, and it was, it was pretty rough. What happened was is that I cried. Mm. I started to cry and mm-hmm. I started to cry mm-hmm. and I started to cry and I kept crying and the nurse was like are you okay like what's going on you know like mm. <laughs> <laughs> and some this was so different for me because yeah. especially as someone who's been uh, who was went all through catholic schooling oh, and me that, too. and that discipline <laughs> Yes. Uh, when I go into a hospital, I am like, I will do what I am supposed to do with <laughs> discipline. You know, at some weird thing yeah. comes over me. Yeah. Like I'm just like good student mm-hmm. at the hospital. I know that too. Well, I just I was doing my resourcing and just being with what it was, and it I allowed myself to feel all of the sadness that I felt to be there, having this shit happen to me. Yeah, and tears poured and tears poured for like an hour. Mm. And I was able to be, you know, I was able to be safe. Like I said, I told them, the nurse knew I was okay. I just needed to lie back and cry for a long while. Yeah. And it was amazing that you gave me the space to do that. It was like two hours. <laughs> it was two hours. It was about two hours. Mm-hmm. And what was really cool. You were dehydrated, I think. Mm-hmm. What was really cool for me was that this was completely different behavior for me. And yeah. I, in even in the moment of it, I was, maybe I wasn't so, congrat- I wasn't congratulating myself during it. Probably afterward. I thought I wasn't. Oh, hi, Ellington. I wasn't putting a brave face on for him. I wasn't putting a brave sure. face on for yeah. the nurse. Yes. I was being with what I had to do, what, where I had to be. Yeah. And then afterward, I started to eat and everything, you know, and the rest of the hours passed pretty okay. And yeah. I made a Spotify playlist for my, for my nephew's first birthday party. And like, Amazing. And, I, mm-hmm. and so. As it turned out, this could have lasted days. It could have, yeah. I produced, they wanted 7 to 10 million stem cells. Mm-hmm. I produced 17 million in my <gasps> first six-hour try, and I didn't have to go back. Oh, my gosh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And with, quote-unquote, bad behavior. You know, like, to me, this was, oh, you it was, You were labeling it as bad. Uh, no, you. No, I, I wasn't. Like, or I mean, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have yes. before. But she was yeah. even saying in the moment. Yeah. In the moment, you recognize that you were you're like, this is what I need to be happening right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I wasn't beating myself up, I, I, but I knew it was, this was different for me. Yeah. And it was this, it was a really different step in a different space of like, I don't have to perform for people in this mm. moment. I don't have to make the nurse feel okay. I don't have to be anything. Mm-hmm. And that was, and I truly felt it was like a piggybacking of a, 
the work already that you had proposed, what was happening yeah. in me starting to do those scholarship actions for your course, mixed with it meeting with the craniosacral work. But yeah. actually, I was able to really integrate the craniosacral work in the moment, yeah. not like after. Yeah, and I think there is something with, if, if you're doing that, if a person is doing that kind of work, harmony begets harmony. It's like, I think this is a Feldenkrais thing too. It's like, I'm going to translate it into my version. It's like when you get that taste of freedom, your body continues to move towards it. It's, it just, it's, I guess it's essentially, yeah, that harmony begets harmony. And it's, it's almost like there is something in music, right? You strike a chord or you, not a chord, a note hmm. and every other freak, every other, like on the, the scale everything that has a similar frequency even if it's an octave up it like it resonates also mm. so it's almost like you start striking a different note in your body mm. and then you attract that resonance mm. so you're you're shifting your own field and that that this is the thing of like you know creating your reality it starts to shift the reality around you so i like to look at it as like what's the bell you're ringing in your life mm. and what does it want to cut through and what other bells does it want to ring with and I think we do have a really, um, we do have agency and choice inside of that. We may not always realize that, and we may need someone to help us realize that hmm. because of whatever has happened to us in the past. But I think it's really powerful to know that there is a possibility. And I like to go to like the worst case examples of like, what's the man who wrote the book, Man's Search for Meaning, who was in the Holocaust camps. Hmm. And, and he made it through like, Malala, I love thinking, you know, it's mm. like, what is she resonating with? And look how powerful she is. Or this amazing woman, at least four generations deep in poverty and abuse mm. through the, through her maternal line. And she, someone just asked her, what do you, what do you want? You have permission to dream big. And she was like, I want to go to America with my four daughters that she had had by the time she was 18. Mm. And it took her a long time to get it, but she kept following that. And she's actually, she's one of Oprah's favorite people that she's, that Oprah has interviewed. She's like, this is my favorite interview ever with this mm. woman whose name I can't remember right now. Mm. But I think it's really um, essential to listen to those desires and what you're talking about in, in publicly stating that. That's one of the hardest things. And, and it, sometimes it can even feel good around certain people. And then, like, I noticed it when my sisters were in town this weekend. I was like, oh, I'm saying all this stuff. I, and then my sisters were there, totally supportive of me. But it was just this pattern of, like, I can't really say it. Like, I could feel it. Like, I didn't give myself all of that space, the freedom to say it. So I was like, oh, cool. Wow, here's another opportunity to see where it's not moving fully and freely. Mm. with my totally supportive sister. So like, what am I choosing to believe inside of that? Mm. And, it, you know, like family patterning, whatever that is. But I was like, cool. Wow, I feel really small. Okay, data. What is this? How can I explore this? Oh my God, my breathing changed. Mm. There is there is another choice here. But like, maybe I just give myself the space to just listen to what is happening. Because mm. sometimes, sometimes we always feel, we feel like we need to do something right away. And a lot of times you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Hmm. And there won't be 
Someone there to hit you in the wrist with a ruler. <laughs> there was no hitting. There was no nuns. But you know, it's funny though. There is, I'm going to almost say a little bit of the opposite too though, Michelle, because yeah. there's something about the deeds. Or maybe maybe around, I'm just thinking about your course, and maybe something like deciding to involve yourself in a period of time where you're going to work on something and there's yeah. like deeds around it. Because I'll say this, um, you know, <laughs> action and actualizing it created some very different i truly feel it's a different energetic shift yeah tears happen okay my behavior kind of changed and it was like wow but i've had these i've had these feelings these these thoughts even these sort of better thoughts for myself for a while but there was a shift when it was actualized yeah like publicly like again like the context can make a difference it's true like that that we can think all we want, but nothing changes until it it goes into embodied action. Mm-hmm. So, and, and this is the thing too. It's like the split we have of you know, like our our, our thoughts, and then there's like the, there's a, the experience of our thoughts, and then there's there's the experience of our bodies, which we can think about, but we can't. It's like that John Cage quote: like you can't create and analyze at the same time. Mm-hmm. Didn't he say something like that? He said something like that. Mm. But it's like we can't experience and analyze it at the same time. I don't mm. believe. And I had that training, like I have memories of working with my voice teacher years ago. And and like I'm on the floor on my back, you know, lying over a Zafu cushion and she she's like kneeling above me with her hands pressing into my solar plexus, <laughs> you know, like telling me Michelle, she has a German accent, which I can't do. But don't think about this. You know, if you she would say like you can write a dissertation for me afterwards but right now i just want you to feel hmm. and i was like no what are you know it's like my mind is like racing 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 and she could just see it she could see my eyes shift if i'm lying there with my eyes closed and, and we feel it we can i and i feel like from working with her for the number of years i did i can see it too and we can we can be so sensitive to that energetic shift that happens and there is, it's like, am I in that place of possibility or am I in the place of restriction? Am I in opening? Am I, am I in fear? Let's just give it some space. Because I want to go back to this thing you said about no beliefs. Part of me is like almost wants to say all beliefs. Mm. Like that everything has a place to exist. Mm. And then maybe it turns into no beliefs. But I, I, I find that if we're talking about integration and the time, how time gives us that opportunity to integrate. It's about seeing all of you, all mm. of oneself, mm. the parts you like and the parts you don't like. Mm. And ho- so holding the space for all of it within yourself. Yeah. In sensation? Sure. Mm. <laughs> I, think it's, I think that's a good lesson then not to analyze as you're feeling something because I think you, so much, you know, when you spend so much time uh, thinking yourself, it could make you a hypochondriac, and you know and that can be fatal. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think so many people spend more most of their time kind of observing other people or distracting themselves with you know entertainment, yeah, or even with art, you know. Food. I do food. food. Yeah. I do work. Sure. Shopping. But when you allow <laughs> yourself the time just to really feel things and not let your mind race. You mentioned recently We Are Multitudes, which was That's a Walt Whitman. Walt Whitman. We uh, contain multitudes, yeah. We contain multitudes. And then, Michelle, you're talking about this, like, tuning into a certain resonance. 
And I'm going back to that story of putting the key in the door and turning the door and coming and meeting who I felt was a different person oh, in front of me. Uh-huh. And it was almost like perhaps it's like the I was in a different resonance that was meeting a different resonance within him. Yeah. It's like, it's so... It, Maybe because you were the different person. I, but I, we, I was. And I think because we are Whoa. those multitudes, I am just like tapping into this different thing of yours that's art, that's existing. They all exist. Yes, it's all existing. Yeah, and it's like, what are you choosing to see? Yes, and it's all and and is it is it a choice? Is it a choice or is it just like when you're in a certain residence, there you are? Can you not see the others? But you're saying that with training, maybe you can see them all. Maybe <laughs> or just just open up to the possibility to see what you need to see when you need it. Mm. Maybe that's possible. Mm. I think it's what you're saying is so beautiful too. You know, it's like it's like the studies they did when they. Well, there's there's Doctor Emoto who did the um, photograph the water crystals, and they would write on the jar love or oh, hate. Have, do I you know? Love this. Yeah, yeah. So like that's that's a you know if you do any energy consciousness work, it's like okay then look at all the thoughts you're having and how they're affecting this body of yours that is, what, like 97% water. Mm. So, and then also the studies where they, they, I don't know how they do this, like they tell the rats they're dumb. <laughs> and, the, and those rats that are told that are dumb, they, they end up being dumb. So mm. I feel like, <laughs> you know, whatever that means. It's like, how are you- I feel bad for rats right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, how are you seeing someone and we and we 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 all we all have filters. It's it's so it's so true. But I remember talking to a friend of mine who's a person of color, and for him to be able to see himself as more than just that, or these young dancers saying, "I don't want to make a dance about being a person of color." Mm. Like, is that the only way I'm going to get funded? You know. So it's like I just I just went down another tangent, but. Mm how are you seeing yourself how are you seeing the people around you and can we just i mean i made a whole dance about this in 2013 called wonder and it was really about what we see how we choose to see and what that makes possible Mm -hmm. and the filters and permissions we give ourselves around seeing or hiding 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 or seeing things in ourselves or in other people and i think one of the most powerful moments of that piece was when i everyone was sitting in a circle and i went around the circle and i just had a moment with every person Mm. And Ishmael Houston Jones was like, "Are you body talking us?" And I was like, "No, I was just I was dancing. <laughs> I was dancing. You can call that body talk, but it's like, it's it's just seeing and being present. And and I think that's that's the beautiful thing. It's like, okay, let's let's witness potential. And that's what I love about this job, is I get to see people think something's not possible. And it's, I say I say the word think, mm. and then we see maybe what was what was creating that quote unquote reality and it's possible to shift that and then the the energy of that person shifts dramatically and why not choose to believe that something is possible i mean you could list a bunch of reasons but in my life i i just want to see what is this making possible and it doesn't have to change like living in this tiny box is going to make something possible Living in a big box is going to make something else possible. Neither one isn't better than the other. But what do you want to make possible? Is it serving what you're here to do? And I think the thing about energy medicine is is that it's unpredictable. Mm. So it's like 
there's like this beautiful space of question. So I may not know exactly where this is going to land. I'm still sorting this out for myself, but I know trust and I know being able to listen to what wants to move through me and going back to how am I creating this? And I, I know when I'm blocking that, or I know when I'm setting up the most sacred container for nothing to get in the way of that. Mm. And if I can spend my life doing that and helping other people do that, that's like just cool mm. <laughs> you know it's like that lights me up and how do you know you're doing that is that do you know you're doing that by how you see events unfold or is it a sensation in your body or for myself personally yeah it's almost it's it's like it is a sensation in my body mm. you know and it's like how can i this is one the tool that's been really helpful for me is it's like releasing the pressure valve because I think, you know, this like good girl thing that I think we can relate relate to, you mm. know, it's like, I'm going to do it exactly how it needs to be done. And there's something, there's something beautiful about that or like going, like following those rules. And then also just like, listen to your body. Do I feel narrow? Do I feel tight? Do I feel expansive? Do I feel free? Mm. So when I can listen to that, and it's a little bit of like, the pressure of like, I'm going to like narrow myself into this container. Like sometimes we need that to like squeeze through this little tiny thing to then open up and get free. Like, I think that's a thing with dancing. We're like, it's all about release. It's all, you know, or like life or like stress or self-care. It's all about feeling good, you know, but what's there? Because sometimes you need to push a table over or you need to like, you need to like feel the tension that is gonna make something possible. Mm. So again, it's like, what is this making possible? Is this tension helping me or is this tension a disservice? Is mm. this ease helping me or is this ease actually a disservice? Mm. I think this is gorgeous, Michelle. Well, mm. I'm gonna, I really feel there's something I so- I think Michelle should write a book of just quotes. <laughs> oh my God, I do wanna write a book. That is coming, I don't know how, it's, so I'm gonna say that out loud. I do wanna write a book and it's, I know it's gonna be, it is going to take some time yeah, I want to be able to share in a bigger way. Yay. I think that's a great idea. Thank you. Yay. The f- there's something about, and I feel like in, in hearing you describe this knowing through the sensation of the body, mm-hmm. I could imagine listeners being like, well, of course, it's a dance. Yeah, that's all oh, dancers. Dancer. Dancers yeah. do that. But I just want to stress. I'm going to stress this to you listeners. That so many times I feel, and I even see it um, in context of teaching. I'm teaching teens right now. Yeah. Summer Institute. Amazing. Lucky teens. Some of the teens that actually have dance training are the most bound up. Yes, exactly. The least (laughs) open to actually having an authentic experience in their body. And I'm like, shame. Shame on what dance can do sometimes. Well, hopefully they're too busy taking dance classes and listen to podcasts. <laughs> well, it's not dance. It's everything around. It's all the belief systems around a particular type of dancing. Yes. Let's just let's make that distinction. Good and true. And it's and it's and but but whereas sometimes you know the like fr- the the person just having a free oh experience gosh, in yes. their body can can actually access so much creativity in their yeah. movement. And it, I just want to say that the, I believe that what you are talking about and this feeling of knowing in the body is accessible to everyone. Yes. It's not that it's required. It's not that it's, it's actually, I think, beautiful that it's coming from your experience of your body through dance. Mm-hmm. And so you're able to 
like be a messenger that that spreads that message out Mm. and it's gonna be incredible that you are gonna write a book and then you know what i mean yeah i love that you said that (laughs) you mirrored it back to me yeah but i feel like i think people that may not have any even if they have like zero experience of their bodies i think what you're saying is completely and completely completely accessible and should be something that uh, I just wish more people had access to it. Yeah. I, I think what you're describing, we in our terms of relating to our bodies, so much of it is making our bodies do this and that, mm-hmm. making our bodies look like this mm-hmm. and that. You know, it's always this putting something on the body as opposed to actually starting to um, develop this sense of what is my body telling me mm-hmm. and not what a doctor tells me the, the 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 numbers and the flow charts of what your body's doing but like you're saying decision making and moving through your life based on how your body feels it's uh, you here's i'm gonna get a nerd moment the lord of the rings nerd moment you are a huge nerd. <laughs> <laughs> where gandalf they're like where do we go where do we go? Where do we go? We have this like tunnel and that tunnel and that tunnel and Gandalf's like this way and they're like, you oh, should not you? pass. They're like, how do you know you're a wizard? He's like, well, you know, it, it smells better over here. And, yes. You know, like, I'm going to go where my nose tells me to go. Yes. Wait, you know? did you say that? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm not going to quote it properly, but yeah, he was like, I, I followed my nose. You yeah. Know, like it's, smells better this way. Yeah. And there is like a literal <laughs> biology to that too, or like a biochemistry the truth of that and there, there's a way that we, we we can balance that with body talk because you can develop filters over your senses your subtle senses like mm. i literally like does this smell right does this that's saying this smells like a rat this smells fishy but we can develop these filters that's that can make us not trust our own deep knowing mm. and i think what you're saying is is so it's so true that everyone has access to feel we know what it feels like to be scared mm. everyone knows that Probably a lot of people know what it feels like to be anxious. So just to even to first to honor that that is a physical embodied feeling. Mm. And then to know that there, to just get curious, like there is an, there is a, there's something else. There, there's this and yes, there's something else too. And everyone knows what it feels like to, to breathe. Like just start with where you are. And I think that's the thing. It's like, oh, it's like that can almost be a defense mechanism too. Well, I don't have that. And it actually happened to me once when I was teaching and this, one of the students said, well, I'm not a dancer. I was like, okay, but you're a human and you have a body, mm. you know, and, and not to be like really blunt, but just like, yes, that's there. Okay, let's work with that. Hmm. Because that, that, that I'm not, this is sometimes just an excuse to stay right where you are. Mm. So gently and lovingly and firmly, like this word that I've been like, these words I've been liking to use lately is protective ferocity. We're like, we're protecting this divine, I want to call it divine energy that want, wants to move through you, this divine expression that wants to move through you. And that needs not a cap on top of it, but the boundaries around it to keep it safe so that it can, that it, that it moves. So like that, that's what I'm talking about. Not the pressure valve that stops it. It's, it's, you think of like a cooker or a pot. It's just like, okay, open that lid a little bit. Wow you know like it might come flying out it might just slowly seep out and to honor going back to time to honor your timing around that that's one of the best lessons i learned from my friend paula it's honor your timing there's no need to push Mm. and then that gives us compassion for the way everyone else is 
like like you'd be like you know we can get upset that someone else isn't doing it on our timing but we have no idea what they're going through Mm. and then just that that presence of space just creates a whole other uh, another another space of possibility or i can say and yes to this in my in my basket of all beliefs where they all can exist together Mm. that someone's going to go slowly and someone's going to go quickly and I'm going to go at exactly the pace I need, which might be slowly and quickly. It might be supersonic speed. It might be mean I lie on the floor like I'm dead for an hour. <laughs> you know, but there's, and I think that's really, that feels choreographic to me too. You know, to like play with, to play with that timing. I have nothing more to say than that. Mm. <laughs> Can't go any deeper with that. I, I love think. it. I think that is choreographic and being open to the different ways that things are going to express in your life and the different timings. Yeah. How cool to sit back and watch that with the frustration and the pleasure and whatever else comes up. But mm. like we're alive. That's almost enough. Or it's, maybe... better, it's better than the alternative. <laughs> isn't it? I mean, it is enough. What a great starting place. I'm still alive. I'm hot right now, but I'm alive. <laughs> Listen, I, there were plenty of times in the past year when I've <laughs> had to give myself mm. that reassurance yeah that you're alive yeah yeah and that's enough oh <laughs> yeah it's it's but michelle looks like she's about ready to pass out <laughs> well michelle thank you so much for being in conversation my with us. pleasure thank you and uh you have an email list or how can i do anybody... if you go to michelleboulet.com okay. there's two options there you can go to my dance website or you can go to my healing website mm-hmm. these are things i'm still integrating and understanding for myself there's a separate newsletter for each of those mm-hmm. so you can sign up just to get my dance news which maybe i might sprinkle with my healing news because ultimately it's all dancing to me or if you just like i just want the i don't know i don't want to know where you're on tour or where you're performing this i just want i want the healing news mm-hmm. i want the coaching news you can sign up for that list yeah and we'll put the the link to the website and the info for the podcast yes Great. we will Thank and you. i will say though that michelle you integrate and you blend what you do in dance with what you do with healing so beautifully and to witness that on your instagram account is a real joy so i would say sign up for both and look oh, for her you. because i think protective ferocity <laughs> i will get in there when she's promoting it on oprah <laughs> And I do, I and I hope, listeners, that some of this sparked inspiration for you on your own healing journey, because I think that's what we're really trying to do. Yeah. Be be open and share, so that it kind of informs and keeps us all moving yeah. in whatever direction we want to be. Harmony begets harmony. Yeah. So thank you so much for being. My with pleasure. Us. Thank you, you guys. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for taking that deep dive with us on our episodes two and three of our new podcast. And I advise you to tune in again for Yakez's Life Advice. Just fade the pain away Can I still feel the love crap When all